On today's Kids Corner, Liz and the gang think they encounter the Lake Moss Monster. What's that? <gasps> the creature is moving toward the surface. Oh, Liz, no. you woke the monster oh, with the box oh, monster? No, it's, it's yeah. coming to get us. What are we going to do? Hey, everybody paddle. Okay, okay. okay. Is that rising oh. water current getting stronger now? Oh, the monster's getting closer. Oh, paddle no. harder. Keep pulling, Liz. Right, Come everybody. on. Oh, it's no use. <laughs> Keep paddling. We got to. Stay tuned. It's time for Kids Corner. Hi, Liz. 30 minutes of adventure. Well, it's only the coolest and most popular club in school. With Liz, Lucille, Skink, Spike, Scooter, Grandpa Noli, and all their friends. It isn't Liz and Lucille. So get set for lifetime adventures. Oh, I can't believe this. On Kids Corner. That is one strange lizard. things in radio land oh couldn't be better cammy we keep adding listeners all the time you all set for your show absolutely excellent what you gonna talk about today well i hope to shed some light on a few urban legends urban legends yes stories and statements that have been repeated so many times that everybody thinks they're true but they just don't stand up to scientific examination oh so you're gonna be busting some myths That's another way to put it. (laughs) Cool. Okay, after this song wraps up, you're on. I'm ready. Hey, everyone, you're listening to WLZR at LizRadio.net. Welcome to an afternoon's worth of the best Christian music and programming. Next up is our stalwart of science, Cammie Leon, with more fascinating facts on science and you. Take it away, Cammie. Thank you. Today's episode of Science and You is devoted to debunking some urban legends. Sayings that most everyone regards as being true, but have little or no scientific backing. For instance, have you heard that if you drop a penny off the top of a skyscraper, that the force generated by the falling coin can break the sidewalk below? Yeah, I've heard that a lot. But it's not true. Really? Uh, No, a penny simply does not have enough mass to make it dangerous. A penny falling from a skyscraper can't even break your skin, let alone crack a concrete sidewalk. Uh Oh, busted. Can a shark detect a single drop of blood in a pool of water? Well, that's what I've heard. It can, can't it? Nope. Not unless the shark accidentally swims right into the blood before it gets diluted by the water. Oh, busted again. Does a goldfish have a memory that lasts just eight seconds? I'm pretty sure that one's a yes. Nope again. Animal trainers have successfully trained goldfish to run underwater mazes. The fish were able to remember the paths of the courses weeks after they were initially trained. Oh, three busted in a row. Mm -hmm. So I guess the lesson today would be to not take something to be true just because it's been repeated a lot of times. Mm -hmm. Hey, Cammie, you've got a caller. Hmm, well, listeners don't generally call into Science and You, but I'll take that call. This is Cammie at Science and You. What's on your mind? Hi, I want to know what you think about the legend of the Lake Moss Monster. You know, the story that some kind of prehistoric creature lives in that lake up north of here? Oh yeah, I've heard of that one. Some folks say that they've even seen the monster. Well, the probability of any type of dinosaur-like creature surviving an environment like Lake Moss is pretty small, I'd say. But it's not totally impossible, right? 
Well, let's just say that there's never been conclusive proof that the creature exists. Hey, wait, Nakami. There hasn't been conclusive proof that the creature doesn't exist either, right? Well, that may be true, but... And wouldn't there be some ways to prove or disprove that there's a monster living in the lake? I suppose there would, but then again... So, there we have it. There we have what? A LizRadio.net exclusive report. The truth about the Lake Moss Monster once and for all. Uh, we'll look into the legend and report our findings right here on the air. Uh, and how do you propose we do that, Liz? Well, that's why we have you, Cammy, to help us figure it out. <laughs> oh, I see. Thank you, I think. Excellent. I can't wait to hear your report. Okay, Liz, so you called us together on a Saturday morning, a day off from school, I might add, to help you figure out how to bust the myth of the Lake Moss monster? Or to prove that there really is a monster in Lake Moss. Mm -hmm. And how are we going to do that, Liz? Well, Lucille, the scientific method would have us begin with a hypothesis. But what if the monster isn't a hypothesis? Maybe it's some other kind of animal. That's a good point. Oh, no, Spike. A hypothesis is a conjecture. An educated guess, if you will. Mm. A scientist then seeks evidence to confirm the hypothesis. Oh. I knew that. So what's our (laughs) hypothesis? That the Lake Moss monster exists or doesn't exist? Well, you can't prove a negative, so we should start with a hypothesis that the Lake Moss monster is real. Then look for facts that back up that hypothesis. If we don't find any supporting facts, then we have to conclude that our hypothesis is incorrect. Okay, so we're saying that, yes, Virginia, there is a Lake Moss monster. Now what? Well, we just find someone who's actually seen the monster, and that's it, right? I mean, myth confirmed. Well, not so much, Liz. That is a good start, but then we have to examine the eyewitness statements to see if they stack up to scientific scrutiny. Hmm. Well, all well and good, Cammie, but how do we find someone who has actually seen the monster? It's not like they're listed under the phone book under monster sightings. (laughs) Aha, but I have an idea where they might be listed. And where's that list? Up in the town of Lake Moss itself. Come on. Come on, guys, let's go. Let's go? How? Oh, come on. It's just a half-hour bike ride from here. Okay, but I hope you know what you're doing, Liz. Oh, come on, Lucille. Trust me. This'll work. Oh, we'll see. Welcome to the Lake Moss Gazette. How can I help you, kids? Looking for someone who's seen the Lake Moss monster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, nobody here like that, I'm afraid. Oh. And besides, we've never proven the monster even exists. Oh. Well, wouldn't there be a story in one of the old copies of your paper that might mention somebody? Yes, I suppose so. Oh. You know, there did seem to be a rash of reported sightings a long time ago that started this whole monster oh. business. Mm-hmm. Oh, let me go check out the files, huh? Just wait here. Okay. All right, so if he comes back with names, we do some interviews, then go from there, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it was a good idea to come to the town's newspaper office to see if they had any historical records, Liz. Yes. Why, thank you very mm-hmm. much, Lucille. Why can't we just put some type of bait in the lake and just see if the monster comes out to get it? Mm. Well, Spike, it's a pretty big lake, and we don't even know what the monster would consider worth coming out for. Yeah. I say we put you in. <laughs> well, 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 good news and bad news, kids. Oh. Okay, what's the good news? Well, we ran a series of 
of articles about mm, 50 years ago when several folks claimed they saw the monster swimming in the lake. So what's the bad news? Uh, the only one left is an old man, Herman Gambilia. But we can still interview him, right? Yeah, I suppose you can, but his memory is not as sharp as it used to be. Oh. Here, I'll give you kids his address. Okay? Oh, thank you. Okay, so the newspaper editor says that old Mr. Gambelia claims to have actually seen the Lake Moss Monster. Yeah. So that makes him our most reliable witness. Mm-hmm. And he's also our only witness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good point. Okay, uh, here's the address. All right. Uh, pretty dirty and dingy place yeah. he's got here. Yeah, looks like a haunted house. Yeah. Whoa, be careful going up yeah. these steps. Yeah. Wow, this door knocker is really heavy. You kids gotta knock louder. Could barely hear you. Oh, what's this? Halloween already? <laughs> Your kids look just like lizards. Uh, uh, that's because we are lizards. Yeah, yeah it's not Halloween. Uh-huh. You say you want to scour gizzards because they aren't very clean. Uh-huh. Water bed's down the street. Uh, uh-huh. No, we wanted to talk to you about the Lake Moss Monster. Yeah. You want to take me out for some cake and lobster? Oh, wow. I don't care for seafood. Uh, I take it you're kind of hard of hearing? Domineering? Who's domineering? Okay. Um, we want to talk to you about the Lake Moss Monster. Mm-hmm. Ah, uh, you want to talk about the Lake Moss Monster, do you? Yes. Well, why don't you just say so? Oh, wow. Come on in, kids. All right. Thank you. Ah, yes, the Lake Moss Monster. Remember, like it was just yesterday. Right. It was back in the spring of 43. Maybe it was the fall of 47. Maybe, uh... So this is our most reliable witness? He's all we've got at the moment, (laughs) I guess so. Tales of a monster living in the lake for generations. Anyways, I remember when I first saw it, I was a little boy walking along the shore of the lake. And where is that exactly? Right where the water meets the land, of course. Uh, Of course. Anyways, I'm walking along, minding my own beeswax, and then I see it. (gasps) Wow. What did it look like? Describe it. Yeah. It had a big black body shaped sort of like a whale. It had a real short, stubby tail, a long, skinny neck, and a little bitty tiny head huh. just swim around the surface of the lake it was. Hmm. That's fascinating. Tell us more. Then a big storm come up and I had to run on home. Never saw the beast again after that. Oh. Although they say back in the drought of 52 or was it the blizzard of 63? Mm. Anyway, when the water in the lake gets low, they say you can sometimes see where the monster's sleeping. Oh. Where exactly were you walking when you saw it? Yeah. Saw what? The Lake Moss Monster. I saw the monster? Who said? You did, just now. Don't you remember? Remember what? Uh, uh, we aren't getting anywhere. No. You want to sit in my lazy chair? Uh, Go right ahead. Wow. Uh, thank you for your time, Mr. Gambilia. Yeah. yeah. I think we should go now. Bye. Uh, sure, kids. Thanks for coming by. Sure. I only wish I had some Halloween candy to give you. Oh. Great costume. Thanks. <laughs> Well, 
What do you guys think about Mr. Gambelia's story about seeing the Lake Moss Monster? Uh. Well, he sure had trouble keeping his facts straight. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, but he did seem to have a really good description of it. Well, yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. His description is consistent with that of similar prehistoric creatures of an amphibious nature. So old man Gambelia is not totally out in left field. Mm-hmm. Well, what are we dealing with here, Cammy? A ferocious meat eater or what? Well, Mr. Gambelia's description of the monster having a large body and a small head would indicate that the creature would subsist primarily on a diet of plants. Well, how does that work? The large body and small tail means it moves relatively slowly in the water. Too slow to catch fish. Mm-hmm. So you're saying it doesn't move around too much then? That's right, Liz. And if the monster is really more than 50 years old and stays deep enough in the lake so as not to be seen, unless the water level is low, then there should be plenty of evidence of his existence in the deepest part of the lake. Well, what kind of evidence? Excremental. Oh. Ugh, that kind of evidence. So, proving or disproving the monster's existence really is as simple as taking a sample of the lake floor and examining it for evidence? Precisely. That would clearly lead us in one direction or the other. Mm. Well, then what are we waiting for? We can rent a boat and get out there. We'll just need a bucket with a weight and enough rope to reach the lake bottom so we can pull up some soil samples. Um, Liz, aren't you going to an awful lot of trouble trying to prove something that might not even be true? Come on, Lucille. Some things are just worth knowing. Pretty nice boat, huh? Yeah. Uh, are you sure it's big enough or fast enough in case we need to make a quick getaway, Liz? Oh, it should be fine, Spike. Stop worrying so much. Oh, and Cammy, how's our position? Well, Liz, according to the navigational charts and the boat's electronic depth finder, we're approaching the drop-off in the center of the lake, where the depth goes from about 30 feet to more than 100. Wow. And then that's where we think the monster is, if there is one. Correct. That's the only place in this lake where a creature the size of the one Mr. Gambelia described could go unseen. Hmm. Well, do you think we'll be able to see it if we find it? Perhaps. We have a couple of factors working in our favor today. Such as? There is no wind today. Oh, yeah. And the sun is almost directly overhead, so we'll be able to see quite a distance down into the lake. Cool. We may even be able to catch a visual of the monster against the lake floor. (laughs) Are you sure that's really in our favor? What do you mean, Spike? Well, it also means that the monster will be able to catch a visual of us Mm. against the lake surface. Oh, good point. (laughs) You should have got a bigger boat, Liz. Look, the guy at the boat rental place said this is the boat he rents out for tourists when they want to hunt for the monster. Hmm. Besides, Kimmy says it probably only eats plants. Right. Yeah, well, that's one hypothesis that I don't want to be disproved <laughs> by me. From Mr. Gambelia's description, it would seem that the monster has a mass at least ten times the size of this watercraft. Oh. Yeah, we definitely should have got a bigger uh, boat. Look, Spike, stop worrying. Well, I... Hey. Uh, why are you stopping here, yeah, Liz? I'm not. Well, I mean, I wasn't going to. The um, boat's motor just quit. Oh, oh maybe we should have picked out a better motor oh, then. Yeah, right. With a bigger boat attached to it. Okay, okay, you guys. Take it easy, all right? I'll just restart the motor. All right. I don't get it. There's plenty of gas. Now, why would a perfectly good motor just quit like that? That's just weird. Huh. Uh, it's not all that's weird, Liz. What? What do you mean, Cammie? Yeah. Look at the numbers on the readouts of the boat's compass and depth finder. Oh, they're going oh, all wow. over the place. That's right. Maybe they're defective, too. Well, we could have at least gotten a defective boat that was bigger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe we should call the boat rental place to complain. Yeah, yeah. and have them send someone to come out and help us. Yeah, that's all true. right, I can. Well... 
I would if I could, but I can't. Huh? Why not, Spike? Yeah. My cell phone isn't getting a signal. What? Oh, wow. Mine isn't either. What's going on? Hmm. It's like we've entered some type of zone where all our electronic signals are being garbled so nothing works correctly. So allow me to attempt to put the situation into perspective. Right. We're drifting aimlessly out in the middle of a lake. That's yeah. right. Our instruments are all goofed up. True. There's no way to contact anyone to help us in. Oh, by the way, there might be a monster below us somewhere. Well, sounds like you nailed it, Spike. Excellent. So let me be the first one here to officially panic! <laughs> We could be stuck out here in this massively undersized boat for hours before someone realizes we haven't come back. Mm, Spike, calm down. <sighs> Cammy, yes. are you telling me that the spark plugs in the boat's motor and the electronics in the instruments and our cell phones are being jammed somehow? Quite possibly. Oh, great. So we're within striking range of a giant electrical monster? Mm. We should have gotten, gotten a bigger, bigger boat. We, we know. Um, hey guys. Yeah. What's yeah. up, Spike? How did Mr. Gambelia describe what he saw again? A big dark body, mm -hmm. shaped like a whale, mm -hmm. short stubby tail, mm -hmm. a long skinny neck, and a tiny head. Mm -hmm. Okay, check, check, and check. There it is. <gasps> what? Where's Spike? Yeah, where? Down there, on the ledge, before the drop-off, laying on its side. It's kind of hard to see, but yes. it's there all right. Wow. Oh, my. It does match Mr. Gambelia's description perfectly. Wow. It doesn't appear to be moving. Mm -hmm. Is it sleeping? Uh, I don't know. Perhaps. Okay, all right. Uh, we've all seen it, so myth confirmed, right? Yeah, let's no, go. not exactly. What? Well, we've all seen what appears to be the monster, but having a positive soil sample from the lake bed would add credence to our sighting. <sighs> I'll get the rope and bucket. All right, there goes the bucket. Easy, easy, slow. Mm -hmm. 20 feet, mm -hmm. 25, yeah. 30. Mm -hmm. Hey, it's on the ledge. Okay. okay, drag it this way, Liz. All right, I'm... Hey. What's wrong? The bucket, it, it's stuck. stuck. Stuck on what? I don't know Let what. Let me see if I can see where it is. Oh, no. What, what Lucille? I think the monster has the bucket in his <gasps> mouth. What? Are you sure? Oh, well, the rope leads right up to the small head on the skinny neck. Oh, oh. way to go, Liz. What? You oh. hooked the monster. Yeah. Why don't we just reel it in and drag it to shore with our puny boat? What's that? <gasps> it's a strong vertical movement of water, but that would mean that... What? What? <gasps> what? what does what? it mean? What, Cammy? It means the creature is moving toward the surface. Oh, Liz, no. you woke the monster what? with the box. Oh, it's my mouth. Yeah. It's coming to get us. Let's get out of here. Liz, start the engine. I'm on it. Okay. It's still not catching. Oh, no. What are we going to do? Uh, everybody paddle. Okay. Paddle. Okay. Okay. Oh, no. Keep trying the engine, Liz. Yeah, keep trying. I'm trying. Is that rising water current getting stronger now? Oh, the monster's getting closer. Oh, paddle no. harder. Keep pulling, Liz. Right, Come on. Oh, it's no use. Keep paddling. We got to. I got it. Yes. Oh, okay. Wow. Oh, you did it, Liz! Uh, let's get out of here. Uh, there's no need to remind me. Come on, we're going! <sighs> so what do we do now? No. We report what happened to the Lake Moss Authority so they can investigate. Be sure to tell them they need a bigger boat. Well, kids, what you've discovered is the most compelling evidence yet for the existence of the Lake Moss Monster. Oh, great. Your story is going to make the front page of the oh. next edition of the Lake Moss Gazette. Oh, cool. Good work. Oh, thanks. That's awesome. Uh -huh. yeah. Well, we'll just wait for the fire department and police boats to come back with confirmation of what you kids saw. Mm -hmm. Oh, look, here they come. Ah. 
Well, did your men find the Lake Moss monster? <laughs> You're sure we yeah. did. We totally found something. <laughs> hey, what's so funny? <laughs> to Tureen seems so much longer than the bike ride to Lake Moss. Uh, I guess it's because we know a lot more about the Lake Moss monster now than we did on the way up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Imagine the famous Lake Moss monster was just some old crazy inventor's remote-controlled submarine that sank in the lake 50 years ago. Yeah. Yeah. All those sightings of the monster must have happened before the submarine sank. Mm. Probably in that storm that Mr. Gambelia talked about. Probably. Mm. It's really interesting how circumstances led us to believe that an old sunken submarine was chasing yeah. us. So, <laughs> so what really happened out there on the lake, Cammie? Well, as far as I can figure out, the composition of the submarine's decaying metal frame and the acid content of the lake water combined to create an electrical discharge. Hmm. Just enough to interfere with anything electronic that passes directly over it. Huh. And what about that rising column of water that made us think the monster was surfacing? Yeah. Just a natural spring that feeds the lake. It just happened to be located next to the sunken submarine, so it looked like it was coming from the monster. Liz, you found out the truth about the Lake Moss Monster. So how come you're so down now? Oh, I was hoping for something a little more exciting. (laughs) I think we had plenty of excitement out there. I agree. And you found out the truth. Yeah, Yeah, but I wish the truth wasn't so hard to figure out sometimes. Well, some truth is hard to find, and some truth is never found. But you know what I'm thankful for? What, Hmm. Lucille? I'm thankful that God wants us to know his truth and has made it very easy to find. Wait, Lucille, what do you mean? Well, 1 Timothy 2, verse 4 says that God wants everyone to know his truth. And God has made that truth available in the pages of the Bible. We don't have to climb mountains or travel to faraway places. Or boat out to the middle of a lake. (laughs) Or that either. (laughs) To find God's truth for our lives, people or circumstances might try to fool us about God. But the truth is right there for all to see. Well, at least I can share that message on the radio when we get back. Yeah. Look, if I ever get the urge to chase down a crazy story again, somebody stop. (laughs) Okay, you got that. Whoa. Hold up, everyone. What? What's up, Spike? Did you guys see that? What? What? I don't know. It it looked like a big metal disc flying over the trees. What? It looked like it had flashing lights on the side. An airplane, maybe? No, too small and too fast to be a plane. Do you think? Spike, it could have been a UFO. Yes. Maybe we can chase it down and bring it back and find out where it came Uh, from. I don't think so. Hey, maybe there are extraterrestrial creatures in it. Mm. Come on, guys. We're right here. Which way did it go, Spike? Liz, give it up, remember? I know what I said, but this is big. Big. Bigger than the Lake Moss Monster, why should I give it up? Because I just made the whole thing up. Well, that was quite a scary adventure, but at least we found out the truth about the Lake Moss Monster. I'm glad that the truth of the Bible isn't so hard to find. God will reveal the truth about Jesus. Just read your Bible and you'll see. 